Bokr Tov, we are continuing Parashat Achremot. And we are... Chapter 18. On chapter 18. Forbidden relationships. Forbidden relationships. Now, the, the thing to notice about the, the parasha, the turn it takes, is that for the first time in Sefer Vaikra, we are not talking about the Mikdash. Yes. should be interesting. And the way you have to understand it is that the, the book is a book about Kiddushah. It's a book about how to live in a way that attests to God. Yes. How to separate, live in a way... Separate yourself and be... To, and to separate yourself from living as if there is no God or living as if you're just, a, a, just like every other animal. But living to a higher level of dignity. One that's befitting of an of a, of a entity that contains a soul. Or that's linked with Borei Olam through the soul. And this is, that's the whole topic of the book. Now we opened the book with the central place of Kedushah, or the place, that, the, place that, the location that is most separate, which is the Beit HaMikdash and the rules, or the Mishkan and the rules that pertain to that, uh, that location. But there is Kedushah in three different types. There is Kedushah in terms of location, so there are places that are Kadosh, and therefore you have to prepare yourself before approaching those locations. You have to, you have to maintain the dignity of those locations because those are, 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 are separate locations that point to Borei Olam. But then you also have Kedushah in, in people, which is not just, it's not a location, it's dependent on how they act. And if, they, if how they act has to point to Borei Olam. And then finally you have Kedushah in time or specific days or specific times of the year like Shabbat Shabbat is, is a time of Kedusha so the same way a human in his behavior has to point to God and that is Kedusha so too the specific time also points to God like Shabbat points to God the same way the Mikdash points to God now all three of these things are spoken about in, in Sefer Vaikra. the first half of Vaikra starts with the location the place the second speaks about the human, and the third, we'll see, speaks about the holidays and the Shabbat and things like that. So all of the types of Kiddushah are spoken of. And then as we said before, what, what Kiddushah essentially is, is you separate something to point to God extra. Meaning you separate something to, to, to live, recognize, to, to recognize to God more. So what happens is when people deviate from Kiddushah, or when people stop pointing up to God as, as the source of all things, when people stop pointing up to God and stop being Kadosh, you'll see them also start to deny some very basic things about, about reality or about the world, about the way Borei Olam created the world. Because the second I stop believing that Borei Olam created the world, then my temptation becomes the most valuable thing to pursue. Yeah, you become like an animal. You become like an animal. Now, if a person is tempted to have... Uh, relations with any random creature Then they will Or if they have temptations To have relations with a sibling Or a, a person that's off limits Or a married person no Then they would no Then boundaries. there's no boundaries And then wow. That is why The people who leave God Or whenever culture becomes materialistic And atheistic You will see the sexual mores Start to deteriorate The care for sexual chastity Starts to deteriorate and to the extent that people start denying fundamental things about reality, like the distinctions between male and female. Well, yeah, we, yeah, well we point to God by saying, look, there's a difference between male and female. Borei Olam built it into the world in his intelligent, beautiful world. And that's part of being Kadosh. It's to point to those 
uh, those designs in creation. And if you were born as a but if as the a person male, you have to stay as right, a male. And that, and exactly. as a female, you have to stay as a female. But the person who does not point up to God and does not live a life of Kiddushah has no reason to even live by any of those expectations or those things that we claim Borei Olam built into the world. Okay, that was a, a summary of how we understood Kiddushah. So now we're going to Kiddushah of the person. And that's, we're, the, the central tenet of that is sexual morality. And the, the reason is very simple. And that's because the, the, the sex drive is a very fundamental drive. It is the most fundamental drive. And it is what links us to the animal kingdom. So if we are going to prove that we are above the animal kingdom and that we live in a way that's more dignified, in a way that's befitting of someone who, is, who has the godly spark within him, then the, the sexual impulses are the first thing that must be controlled. Now we begin chapter 18, Pasuk Aleph. By the Bera Adonai Moshe Lemor, Hashem spoke to Moshe saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, I am Hashem your God. One, and this is one of the phrases. Strong beginning, strong. <laughs> yes, but it, it's one of the phrases that are going to come up more and more now that we've left the premises of the Mikdash. And that's because I think that's already I read in, in the name of Rabbi Menachem Liebtag that the reason for that is because when you're talking about the temple proper or the Mishkan, God is there. You don't need to say, that you say to tell people that by the way, even when you leave the temple, Kiddushah still applies. Exactly, Kiddushah still applies. So you say over and over in all the mitzvot, even that are outside the temple. Like the actions of the people of the land of Egypt that you dwelt there do not do. And like the actions of the land of Kena'an that I am bringing you there, do not do. And do not go in their chukot. Now, what are, what, what are chukot? So, the traditions. Um, so, so, chok, we have in terms of understanding the, the words of the Torah as they apply to mitzvot. You have mitzvot that are chukim and you have mitzvot that are mishpatim. Mm, mishpatim will typically be laws that are civil laws that make a lot of sense, that are between man and his fellow. Chukim would be laws that either relate to man's relationship with God or are laws that are hard to understand. I mean, they're not laws that are part of a civil system. You wouldn't find them in an American court system. And that's how chukim are typically translated. So you have mishpatim, which are civil laws, and chukim, which are more ritual laws, which apply to our relationship with God and are less un- easily comprehensible. Now, when it talks about chukim in, in terms of the goyim, it means a little bit something else. It seems to mean... Do you, do you remember whenever we said the... We, we've seen the word... Uh, this is a chok for yes. So We've seen it a number of times. Yes. And we've typically seen it whenever we wanted to point out that something should become an everlasting mitzvah. Yes, but you, it's the kind of tradition so, that is from right. generation so, to generation. It doesn't change. For example, change. in our parasha, we said, this is the process of the... The two goats, this and that, and the, the Yom Kippur service. And then at the end, we said, by the way, and it's a chok for you and your kids forever, for all generations, that on the seventh month, on the tenth day, okay, it's to... a chok that you should do. Meaning the chok, chok has a meaning of something that becomes embedded into the, yes. the, the, the system, system and something that has to recur over and over and over, something you should do generation after generation after generation. So... When it says don't go in their chukim, I think it means don't go in, in the, the, way, the habitual ways that they've done 
that it's part of their cultural don't ways. Become, that they don't, do don't take the traditions and, and exactly. Don't take their traditions that they're constantly doing over and over. Pasuk four. My mishpatim and my chukim you should keep. Meaning, instead of their chukim, you should keep my mishpatim and my chukim. Okay. It also doesn't say, by the way, that they have mishpatim. Meaning, they don't have civil. It seems like they don't have any. Okay? Instead of going in their chukim, go in my mishpatim and my chukim. I am Hashem, your God. And you should keep the chukim and the, my chukim and the mishpatim, my mishpatim, that when a person does them, he will live by them and bring him life. I am Hashem. It's a very deep so strong, idea. So right? The chukim and mishpatim, you should do the chukim and mishpatim, so that, that when an individual keeps them, it gives him life. life. I am Hashem. By going in my way, you will live. Right. Okay. Pasuk 6. Ish ish el kol she'er besaro lo tikrevu legalot arva ani Adonai. Now we begin the list of forbidden relationships. Okay. Each person. What is she'er? Approach. No. She'er is something like his flesh. Okay. Okay. So each person... To his own flesh, he shall not come to uncover nakedness. I am Hashem. I mean, the first part of all of these laws of the forbidden relationships are relationships that are forbidden because they are ancestral, because they represent the blood of his blood or the flesh yes. of his flesh. Family. Yeah. Uh, there are. Um, Even though, Rabbi, we Mashadis, we marry into family. I mean, no, okay, not brother to brother, not, not brother to sister. But first cousin, second cousin, we do this. That, that's not considered... Uh, the, the list of erva doesn't include said, every, I mean, every last yes. thing. Okay, now, before we even, we even begin, let's just give a few words of introduction. All of these, the, the, the division of these laws is going to be based, in the first case, off because the, the, the object of the sexual desire or something is close, is a family relative. Now the second half is going to be that the sexual act is forbidden for some other reason. So the first half is all going to be ancestral. And then the end, the end of the parashar, the second half of these laws are going to be for some other reason. For example, one cannot marry two sisters. Why? Because they're going to fight with one another. One cannot uh, be with an animal. It's not because there's a relationship there. It's because it's not a... You shouldn't a, be with anybody that is in your house or lives in your house. You have to be kept, even a, a slave or, you know, how you treat your slave and everything. Right. So, I mean, a slave, there are... If it's Certain, a non-Jewish yes. slave, yes. there are permissions. But, but um, yes, the idea is anybody who you have close contact... So Maimonides says something very, sim- very, very interesting. He says that the reason for these laws is to tame people from wanton sexual behavior, meaning from always being... Sexually active in design, in design, And, design, and design. the reason is because The people that are relatives Are people that people grow, you grow up with So you see them very often So if they were to be permitted And it would become a cultural norm For people to be with their relatives Then there would be too much of it So you want to slow it down You want to say No, this is not an appropriate behavior So that they do not engage I'm curious to see in the animal kingdom Unfortunately, the sexual drive you cannot think with your head. It's something that it's... Do you know it, if in the animal kingdom... cloud on your, on, your, on your mind. Right. Do you know if in the animal kingdom, the animals that are siblings will have that desire to be with I, one another? 
Very good question. Wow. I'm curious to see if, if they have a, li- a lion's, ch- li- li- lion's daughter and son. Wow. Do they have? Most probably. Why wouldn't? They don't know. They if don't they're, clo- they're, if they're, they're near understand. one another. Yeah, they don't understand. Do they even know? Let's say the lion's son goes somewhere and the daughter goes somewhere and then they meet up the thir- they don't, two, two they months later. They might not know that they are. They just know their mother. They just know their father. But they, I don't know if they... I'm not sure. Right. Okay, now in terms of the relationships, all of the relationships that are forbidden are the source of a very famous and discussed law called mamzer. What is mamzer? Mamzer in, in, in English is translated as like bastard child, but it's actually not that at all because bastard child applies to any children born out of wedlock. There's no problem with offspring that is born outside the context of marriage. There is problem with offspring that is born within the context of the prohibited relationships. So when a person is not married to the, to the person he has a child with, then the child is a normal Jew with no problem at all. He's not a bastard. But, when, you, when where, the per, you, but whenever the woman was, in araya, was, in, was one of the arayot, when she was one of the forbidden relationships, either because of incest or because she was already married, then because it was through sin, the child is now considered a mamzer, and he's not allowed to join, he's not allowed to marry into the, into the kahal and things like that. How would they know? Now, Sometimes they wouldn't the, know. The, all of the arayot are also punishable by karet. So the general rule, the general rule in halakha, is if the relationship was punishable by karet, then the child becomes a mamzer. Except for one relationship that is punishable by karet, which the child is not karet, which is when the woman is nida. Because although she is punishable, the, they are punishable by karet for the act, it is not one of the arayot in the sense that they're not, they're not, they're, they're essentially not, permitted to be together at just the wrong time. Yes. So anytime. It's a time bound. Uh, it's a time bound thing. So then the child does not become mamzer. So mamzer does not apply to kids born outside of wedlock. It only applies to kids born through sin. It applies to all of the sins that are through karet. But it does not apply to the one sin that is karet, which is nida, because that's really not an actual forbidden relationship, it's more forbidden time. Um, the Chachamim then took the Arayot and they made, uh, they established further relationships. So for example, one of the Arayot is the mother, because it's a direct line. Now the grandmother, the Chachamim said this is also forbidden, but that would be not considered um, uh, the first level of Yisur, that would be considered Shniot, that would be considered second level of Arayot. So they're not, uh, it's not the same status. There are a lot of halakhic implications. So whether you're a first level isur of arayot or a second level isur of arayot. Have a relation with your grandmother. Oh no, I'm giving an example. They they could be uh, in in this case. uh, In this case, there there are a lot of relationships that like a like a stepdaughter, right? Um, Stepdaughter's daughter. Like you could imagine that in in society they would they would begin to they're going to start permitting these kinds of relationships. But these in the Torah are forbidden. Okay. Okay. Um, six. So anybody with his kin, he should not approach to uncover nakedness. Now the word legalot erva is confusing. It doesn't mean to uncover nakedness. It means to... Cohabit. It means, yes. it means the close. actual, close. The actual relationship. Sexually close. Exactly. Seven. Okay. The nakedness of your father and the nakedness of your mother you shall not uncover. It is your mother. Do not uncover her nakedness. It's another thing about these laws... Right, yeah, this is Minchav Kippur. Now, another, another thing to point out is that the, all of these laws are stated 
to the men. They're yes. told to the men. Not to the women. So when it says the uncovering the nakedness of your father is forbidden, it just means uncovering the nakedness of your mother, who's also the nakedness of your father, because they're like one being. Okay? But Eight. This is the one of the father is very difficult because sometimes you are in a situation that you're in the hospital with him and you have to help him. See, well, that, that's the thing. There's no oh, prohibition. There's no. Understand? But the prohibition isn't in seeing the nakedness. The prohibition is in, in cohabitation. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So yeah, whenever the prohibition is in cohabitation, if you're there in a, in a medical facility and you need to help them by undressing them, that's not that's not isur at all. That's part of kibud avayim. No, it's not what this is referring to. The the Torah speaks in very clean language. So legalot erva, in, in American society, they would have a much more crude and disgusting word for what the Torah calls uncovering nakedness. It's just a way of speaking with dignity. Yes. You know? That's why it's called Lashon HaKodesh. Because everything that it says, it has a way to say every, everything in a even, very, very in clean a very, way. Yes. In, in a, even with Kedusha. Yeah. Hey, tervat avicha, lo the uh, nakedness of the wife of your father, the father's wife, do not uncover. It is the nakedness of your father. Now this is different from the person's mother because in this case it could be remarried. It's remarried, exactly. So the second is your stepmother. It's a stepmother and that's forbidden. Now the way I always read this by the way difficult because sometimes the stepmother is so young that right now in English the easiest way to quickly understand these these uh the relationships is to read them backwards. So it says Ervata Chotika Bat Avika Ovat Imecha right in, you would have to translate the daughter, daughter of your father, or the daughter of your mother. mother. So whenever I read it, I always read it backwards. I say, mother and father's daughter. That it's much easier to... From a, from a second marriage, or from a different yeah, marriage. Yeah, yeah, Mother and father's daughter. That would be either from the same marriage, meaning from I mean, your from own step, sister, step your own sister, or... Step sister or step... Your yeah, own, step, yes. or, or from a different marriage in which it's the, it's, it's the stepsister. Yeah, it's exactly. Stepsister. Okay. Uh, no, it will be half sister, not stepsister. Half sister, you're right. That she's born. Stepsister is when they're yeah, just brought into the yeah, family. You're right. Half sister. Half that sister. means she, the, the, it's the father or the mother is yeah. the, is the same. It's your father and your yes. mother, but they but just they had a, a previous exactly they had a previous you're relationship right, right, and had 100%. a child. Okay. What happens if it's a stepsister? No, wait. Moledet bait or moledet chutz lo ervatan. This is actually a very difficult thing to translate. There's the discussion on what it even means. Uh, born in the house or born outside the house, you should not uncover. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what that means. Some say it means, uh, I think some say it means whether it's born from your mother or from an outside woman. Um, uh, there are various interpretations of what, what this would mean. We're not, we won't go into it. Your uh, daughter's daughter. <laughs> or son's yes. son. Your son's daughter or your daughter's daughter, yes. Yeah. You, you should, should not, not uncover their nakedness. Get about the So this would be grandkids. Okay. Ervat bat eshet avicha modet avicha achotekahi lo tegale ayervata. Your father's. Ervat bat eshet avicha. Your father's wife's daughter. Meaning your half sister. Yes. But you already said this. I know, we said this twice. It's, that's why? also. It's a discussion in the Chachamim why it says it twice. There could be a nuanced difference between this one and the previous one. Your father's sister, meaning your aunt, in this case would be your ame, okay, you should not uncover. It's your father's flesh or nakedness. 
Ervat achot im tegale. This is your daughter-in-law. Cho- no, no. Ervat achot im chale. This is your chale. You should not uncover. It's the nakedness of your mother. Ervat tegale. You should not uncover the nakedness of the father's brother. What does that mean? Uncle. It, no, not the uncle. The uncle's wife. Because we're talking. Oh, to, we're yes, talking. We're talking but, to men. Yes, but your father's brother is your uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's talking about your, his wife. Yes. But, you shall not come close to his, to his wife, for she is like your, your aunt. Yes. Okay. 15. Your daughter in law, The wife of your brother, you should not uncover. It's the nakedness of your brother. 17. The nakedness of a woman and her daughter at the same time, you shall not uncover. Whether it's and even with her granddaughter or a granddaughter through the son or through the daughter, you shall not uncover. Uh, it's they are her flesh. It is an act of lewdness. Okay, 18. And a woman with her sister you shall not take. So that it will cause strife. To uncover her nakedness in the other one's life. Meaning, this, 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 after this, this, one dies, you can marry the next one, but you can't marry them at the same time because it will cause fighting. This is what Yaakov did. So it seems like the Torah is looking at what Yaakov did yes. and so is saying. Rachel passed away before entering Israel because of this matter. Oh, maybe that's an interesting perush. It's definitely said in the Midrash somewhere. Uh, I'm sure you, you read it in the Midrash. I, I wasn't aware of that. But. but it is, uh, it is a prohibited. It is a pro- one of the reasons it's prohibited is because in the Torah we see that when you have two sisters that hate each other, the sons end up hating each other, yes. and that was the whole problem with Bereshit. Oh. So later in the Torah, they said, "By the way, this is now Asur. No more marrying sisters. Yeah, no good. This is no good." And a woman in her times of Nida you shall not approach to uncover nakedness. To the wife of a married man, you should not approach to uh, to. Uh, uh, for uh, to defile her carnally, that to defile her. And you should not give for your kids to go to give them to Molech. Yes, you should not desecrate the name of Hashem. I am Hashem. Uh, the reason that Molech, which was a, a Avodah Zarah ritual, that typically involved either sacrificing the child or, or giving the child to the priest over a fire. Why that's involved in the sexual behaviors? Big question. I'm not sure. One probably, of the things. Probably, probably there was a sexual. A sexual. There, there was probably, probably a sexual, sexual element in the ritual. It was, was probably a, sexual, a very, very sexually very explicit ritual yeah, very, in which people would would be with other things who were who in the adult would be asur. So it got lumped into here. Uh, a man shall not lie carnally with another man in the way of a woman. It is an abomination. 23. No, no, no. This, this pasuk doesn't apply anymore. This pasuk, this pasuk is no longer. In the oh, oh, oh. It is so. Yeah, yeah. We have to, we have to, we have to rewrite the Torah because they found there is a mistake here. Clearly, this has to be a mistake. Okay. 23. By the way, I'm being, I'm not being serious. Um, 23. People will take me seriously. These. Twenty-three. No, you should not be with an animal uh, to to make it to defile it. A woman should not stand before an animal to be uh, mated with. 
that is that is a perversion, and you should not become impure with all these things because these are the things that the goyim have done that I am sending from before you. And if you do these things, by the way, and if you and if you do these things, you will be kicked out of the land. Uh, the land will yes. will the land itself will throw you up. Out. You should keep yes. my mitzvot and uh, not to do all of the chukot ha'toevot asher nasulifchem. All of the habits, the, the the disgusting habits that were done before you, and you should not become uh, defiled to them. I am Hashem your God. And with that, we conclude parashat achremot. So that on Sunday we oh, can try went, to do today. You went uh, to yeah. <laughs> Baruch Amen. 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 Amen.